Another episode of Crossfire Faith and Gaming, our first episode for 2024, which we have totally not recorded once before and did not lose the audio for. But uh, recapping our recap of our recap from 2023, we're going to dive in today to some New Year's resolutions for 2024. But most of all, we're going to check back on how did we do on our resolutions from 2023. So, Russ, Brian uh, are joining me, my podcast co-hosts. As you can see, if you're watching us on YouTube or here, if you are listening in one of your audio places, uh, what's up, guys? What's up? Uh, let's start with Brian. How are you doing this new year? I'm doing well so far. How about you, Russ? Uh, you know, I can't complain. Just, you know, chugging right along. Great, great. Well, let's dive right into uh, 2023's recap, and let's talk about what games we anticipated, what were our hopes and dreams, and uh, how are we doing on our uh, potential resolutions that we set at the beginning of 2023? Did we achieve them, uh, or did we not? So why don't we start off, uh, let's see here, why don't we start off with Brian? What were your resolutions, and uh, how did you do on them? Yeah, so I think we should note that I think we only have resolutions for you and me, David. Oh, that's right. Because uh, I that's think right. last time Russ, for whatever reason, wasn't available for our New Year's resolution podcast for 2023. Uh, but yeah, my three that I had were to play more Dwarf Fortress, especially the new graphical version that was coming out on Steam. Um, and I definitely did that. I uh, played quite a few hours of that game and had a ton of fun. So um, the next thing was to finish some unfinished games. Particularly, I mentioned Pentiment. Um, I did finish some unfinished games, but I did not finish Pentiment. The, uh, the storyline got to me, and I was just like emotionally not in a place to handle it, and I just haven't gone back. <laughs> so, and then finally... Okay. Uh, I wanted to uh, play some more online games with friends and family just to use that to strengthen those connections. Um, and I felt like I did really well at that. My brother and I have, have played a lot of NBA 2K23, and that's been a ton of fun. So, um, so yeah, I managed to, to knock that one out. What about you, David? Yeah, so I... Um... Let's see here. I had a resolution to increase consistency in content creation, uh, especially when it comes to Crossfire stuff, uh, being more regular with the podcast, with releases, um, and just trying to get more consistent. I feel like in general, we did that. Uh, we definitely, I don't think, lived up to the perfections of expectation that I was hoping for, uh, but we did a lot better in 2023 than we did in 2022. Uh, 22, I think we had a ton of missed episodes, missed podcasts, missed weeks where we thought we were going to be able to record. We couldn't. We thought we were going to put content together. We couldn't. So we did a lot better in 2023. Um, my second resolution was to work through my backlog of games, specifically mentioning uh, that I wanted to finish Horizon Forbidden West, which I did not uh, even pick up yet. Uh, I wanted to finish Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I did. So uh, there was one. And lastly, and I think this was, you know, a couple of the ones that I did best on were God of War Ragnarok, which I also failed on. So yeah, maybe not so good. 
Uh, I also considered revisiting Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which I think I did stream for like two hours and spent most of the time trying to remember the controls because it had been so long since I had played it. So as far as the backlog is concerned, really uh, not great. Not great on that. Lastly, uh, I wanted to make more time for board games physically and online uh, in order to connect with others. I also talked a little bit about the importance of setting aside some dedicated time for gaming with family and friends. Uh, I did pretty well on that. We played a lot of family games. We played a lot of games in our youth group um, that I lead at the church where I'm at. Um, so yeah, overall, I, I did make more time for board games. And I'm going to say maybe that's the reason why I didn't make as much time for getting through my backlog or the simple fact there were just way too many good games that came out in 2023. So, uh, yeah. Russ, what about you? I know you didn't make any official resolutions, but did you make any unofficially or how did you do in 2023, uh, compared to what you expected to do? Yeah. So, uh, my, my big one, of course, being a trophy hunter, I had the goal of 10 platinums in the year 2023 and I actually hit 20. So, uh, doubled my number, doubled my goal. Um, probably going to be my new normal as far as the number of platinums that I get. Uh, so, Already starting off 2024 pretty nicely, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be kind of my goal uh, going forward. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the biggest one I had last year. Nice, that's that's amazing. I, you know, if I platinum a game or two in a year, it's a good year. Um, you platinum one there, game, one game, it's a good yeah, year. Russ out there platinuming 20 games, so it's just wild. It's wild. Maybe in retirement, I'll have time to platinum 20 games. Um, all right. So I want to jump right into 2024 because, well, wait, uh, wait, oh, wait, before we do okay. that, sorry, hang on, go ahead, Brian. We got we to talk about, we had kind of a list of things we were anticipating for 2023 True. and I'm not going to let you off the hook, David. I think we got to go through that list and find out. How all right. Did. All right. All right. So what were we anticipating and, and did they, did they show up? Were they as good as we hoped? Well, it looks like uh, as far as the anticipated anticipated games of 2023, again, we could probably say without a doubt that 2023 was one of the greatest years in gaming. Uh, let's just put that there because it, it legitimately was probably the hardest game of the year vote ever. Um, with that being said, your guys' most anticipated games, and then I'll ask you guys what you think of this list and whether or not you got it right or wrong. Uh, your most anticipated games were Diablo 4, Starfield, Alan Wake 2, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Hogwarts Legacy, Avatar, Spider-Man 2, and Wolverine. So, how do you think you guys did? Brian, I, I know a couple of these. I know which ones were you. Uh, how did you think you did as far as talking about the anticipated games of the year? Yeah, I think um, I, I, so a lot. I think a lot of the games that we named were good games, but we definitely. I mean, look, Baldur's Gate three came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm not sure really anybody anticipated how good that game was going to be, and that it would just like take over the internet. I didn't even know it was coming out. Like I, it was not on my radar at all. Not even like, yeah. Right. 
Yeah, and I think I think that kind of took the we thought that that game was kind of going to be Starfield. We were thinking Skyrim in space. This is going to be the big RPG, the experience everyone's talking about. And it turned out no, no, it was totally Baldur's <laughs> Gate three. <laughs> yeah, right. um, I think that one was the crazy one. I'm glad that you guys hit on Alan Wake two because uh, as we discussed in past podcasts, that's probably my game of the year. Probably had the most fun. Um, I think Jedi Survivor was a little disappointing. Um, it's more Fallen Order. I don't think they did enough to really differentiate it. And even when it launched, it had some uh, bugginess and some different issues. So it kind of lost traction quick. When you're in 2023 with all the games that were coming out left and right every week, uh, you did not have the opportunity to have a bad launch. Right. If you had a bad launch, you were forgotten. And I'm pretty sure Star Wars Jedi Survivor came out a little bit before Diablo 4. Diablo 4 came, kind of took the, the, the world by storm for about a month. Problem with Diablo 4 was it was a quick kind of force through and it didn't really have an end game. Um, Blizzard and, and Activision having a little bit of trouble with that one, keeping the player count up. Of course, Le uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, that's an easy one. Um, and then Hogwarts Legacy. Here's a stat for Hogwarts Legacy that is probably one of the coolest things I've seen. Hogwarts Legacy was the number one selling game last year in the entire gaming industry. And that's the first time that a game not named Call of Duty or Madden got that title. And I, I don't remember how many years. It's like five six seven years like this has been a dominating thing for those two games they come out every year they dominate the sales charts well for the first time in a very long time a game other than those uh got that top spot so hogwarts legacy a huge big seller the last thing though i want to know who who put wolverine as the most anticipated games i i think i probably put it because i was anticipating it but i didn't realize it wasn't coming out in 2023 so okay because it's looking you know, like 20 because sometimes you get these game announcements and it's like you know coming soon and you're like okay well maybe it's going to be right around the corner or maybe it's going to be five years away who knows <laughs> um a couple other things we also had some most anticipated movies and tv That's right That's which right. i definitely want to hit in because uh you guys had some really good ones of course uh the expectations of will the mario movie be good uh the answer resoundingly yes yes absolutely the mario movie was unbelievable much better uh, than super mario bros much better yeah no no <laughs> definitely not better than um Doom. well the upcoming movies uh that you guys were excited for too dune part two that got delayed to this year so that was a negative uh indiana jones not terrible fast and the furious 10 not terrible little mermaid good wonka uh, decent. Um, and then of course we had the phenomenon known as Barbenheimer, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Which, but taking Oppenheimer the was not on our storm. list. Oppenheimer no. was not even there. I'm shocked. If yeah. I was there, it I don't know been. how, I don't know how I missed that as a Christopher Nolan fan myself. Uh, I don't know how I missed that, but Barbie much better than I think any of us anticipated. Oh, a hundred percent. I remember, I think when I put it on the list, I thought, well, this will be interesting. Like this will be fun. But it was like way bigger than that. So it's a phenomenon. It's yeah. a phenomena. It's something that I don't think we'll ever see again. Um, but yeah, interesting year. Uh, and then as far as TV shows, we had the uh, Mandalorian season three came out. Of course, we had Ahsoka 
come out this year. Yeah. Uh, do pretty well, so uh, not bad there. And then uh, if, if, if I were to say, it probably was not a good year for Marvel. Uh, we started off with uh, Quantum Mania, which just flopped hard. Um, from there, I, I think the Marvels in the fall wasn't bad. I liked it. Uh, I, I thought it was a good, you know, B-level movie, but, uh, yeah, I, I, definitely not a year for cinema, I don't think, besides, you know, the Barbenheimer kind of, uh, phenomenon that we, that occurred. Um, was, Brian, uh, what, what do you think? Three last year? That was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. So, that was yeah. like the one Marvel thing that probably did, did well, what, I think. What was that? That's right. What was the Marvel thing? I, I think you guys stepped on each other, at least in, in oh, my sorry. listening. What was the Marvel thing that did well? Guardians three, right? Uh, Guardians three. Year? Yes. Oh, I forgot that was even last year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. that did well. Yeah, I think the size of Disney being over all of those properties, and they kind of overextended themselves, and then I think hitting into the writers' strike, you know, very much is is akin to like somebody buying up lots of real estate, and then we had a housing bubble, or you know buying up lots of commercial real estate. And then we hit the pandemic and it's like, Oh, suddenly, you know, Disney's way overextended and cannot keep up with all these properties at the rate that they were really had to scale back. So yeah, 2023, I think Disney took a hit. So, all right. Are we ready to get into our new year's resolutions and anticipations for 2024? Are we ready? for Absolutely. That? Absolutely. Russ, why don't Let's you kick us off? What are we expecting uh... in 2024? What are you most so, anticipating? Yeah, a little bit of uh, anticipation here. We've got, of course, uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth coming. Uh, we have got Hellblade 2. Black Myth Wukong is coming out this year. Rise of Ronin uh, from uh, Ninja Team Ninja uh, coming out this year. My big one, the return of NCAA football in July. Uh, and the nice thing is, since we did re-record this, Last week was the Xbox developers uh, showcase and all four games shown have 2024 release dates, including my now most anticipated game of 2024 period. Indiana Jones and the great circle. Uh, if you have not seen the trailers for that, uh, go, go and watch them. Uh, it's machine gun games who I absolutely love because I love their Wolfenstein games. And it literally looks like first-person Wolfenstein, but you are uh, Indiana Jones in a setting that is set between uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and uh, The Last Crusade. So looks and has the complete feel of Indiana Jones. I am so excited for that. I'm very excited to experience it. I'll finally dust off the old Xbox and get it on the Game Pass machine and finally uh play a game over there that's a great exclusive for him so that's that's my most anticipated game of 2024 and did you say that's gonna be a first person game the indiana jones game did you not watch the yeah. trailer dave i, you, I you completely the missed the developer showcase you I, gotta I go because you're gonna you're gonna just freak out it is so good like it makes everything and, and you want to who the voice of indiana jones is by the way uh i is guess it, is it ai harrison ford or is it shia no it's it's not AI Harrison Ford, but it's the easiest voice actor to guess when it comes to is games. It, is it Troy Baker? It is Troy Baker. <laughs> Troy Baker is the voice of Indiana Jones, and he does a wonderful job. Is Troy Baker is great. The voice Harrison of Harrison Ford. He does a great Harrison Ford impression because Troy he's Baker doing is that. the voice of everything. Yes, he is. 
Troy Baker oh, is all the voices. So good. All of them. So good. Troy uh, Baker, if you're Brian. listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast sometime. <laughs> um, I was just going to, just a tiny little snippet here. I was going to say, um, when you mentioned Indiana Jones, I had this like uncharted Tomb Raider vibe and I was thinking it was going to be third person. Like yep. that was, that was my initial thought, but I will have to see that because I'm not sure how I, I feel about a first person Indiana Jones I game. Think, yeah. I think okay. that's probably the good thing that they did. Because if they went third person, everyone would just say it's an indie, it's a it's an uncharted Tomb Raider clone. By going first person, they're doing their own thing. It's going to be completely uh, its own, off on its own, whatever you want to say. Uh, so I'm excited for it. I, I think that was a really cool move for them to do. Yeah, uh, Brian, what are your anticipated games? Yeah, so one of the benefits of re-recording is I get to sneak <laughs> one in here that I did not notice the first time. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown is like right up my street in terms of the type of games that I like to play. I love like 2D action games. Um, you know, I love other types of games too, but that's definitely one that's like, you know, really, you know, ideal for the type of gamer that I am. So I'm excited about getting my hands on that. Even if I might wait a little while to, to buy it, I've got some other things I'm working through. Uh, but then also the big one for me is Star Wars Outlaws. I'm really looking forward to that game. I'm really, really hoping that's going to be good. Um, just everything about it, I'm excited about. It just looks like the kind of game that really lives in the Star Wars universe, the way that I felt like KOTOR did back in the day, even though that's a different type of game. Um, so that's that's the big one for me. I, I, really, love, I really love uh, the most recent Star Wars Outlaws trailer. They uh they may have taken a little stab at Starfield, uh, because they have uh in real time transition from planet to space without a loading screen. So which, you know, which <laughs> if No Man's Sky can do it after the the snafu they had with their launch, like it feels like every game should be able to do that. I mean, we're we're in the game era of no loading screens, right? Like why I, why are there loading screens? Just this yeah. why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any others, Brian, that you want to end off with anticipated that you might be thinking about? Nope. No, I think David's up next. Hey, David. All right. Um, so last time we recorded this, uh, I had four of these. I'm also going to throw in a uh, grab bag here that uh, I did not realize the Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown was coming out. And uh, I recently did a stream where I played through a bunch of the original DOS Prince of Persia from 1989. And it, like that game was probably every day I would get home from school and I would just play hours and hours and hours of level one and two because I could never get past that. Um, but, you know, the, listen, the combat's very difficult. OK, uh, when yeah, you're five. So, yeah, so Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown, I definitely say uh, I was not anticipating, but now having anticipated it and having played it, I was excited about it. Um, beyond that, I've got Hellblade 2, uh, which I'm very excited about, but I need to go back and play Hellblade 1. Uh, we've got Black Myth Wukong, which you mentioned um, just like should be really amazing to see. And, and as a person who loves graphics, the fact it's such a small development team, but the graphics look amazing. Uh, I just cannot wait to see what that looks like. Uh, also piggybacking star Wars outlaws looks exciting. Also just love a good star Wars game. But the one that I threw in here that I think is mine uniquely is uh, Frostpunk two, 
which uh, I played Frostpunk 1 after hearing about it from the folks over at Playwatch Listen, uh, which does include Troy Baker. Um, They talked about Frostpunk 2 because it's this kind of, what, city development simulation. I don't even know what kind of game you would call it. And it basically provides a moral dilemma for every single decision that you have to make in which you have to decide, like, should we put children to work or should we starve? And you're like, well, uh, neither one sounds good. I don't want to starve, but I also don't want to like enforce child labor in sub freezing temperatures. So uh, just a really fascinating game, especially a mental game to try to figure out how do I do this? Um, in a way that makes some sort of sense and Frostpunk two should be coming out this year and we'll see, we'll see if it's uh, as good as the first one. So those are my games. Uh, we, and then, uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, I was going to say, we have some random grab bag games that we have talked about and discussed. Uh, those include city skylines two, which came Micros- out in 23. So we just strike that right off the list. Okay. Yeah. Nicely done on our group. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Microsoft flight simulator, 2024 Hades two. And the big one that I don't know if we're going to play, but sounds so awesome. Uh, Jurassic park survivor. So literally think alien isolation, but with dinosaurs. Looks amazing. Yeah, it looks so good. I love that it's set like right after the end of the first movie. You know, just a c- continuation of that storyline. It's like a, it it just it just seems like such a good idea to be like, oh, let's make a survival game, right? Set on that island in that setting. Yeah, it's it's just such a great idea. Very exciting. Yeah, and it seems like for all of the dinosaur games that there have been and all the Jurassic Park games that there have been, like so many of them have focused around the park. And I don't know why none of them thought, you know, what if we had a survival game? Because that's like the movie is surviving. Like the movie's not about managing a park, right? <laughs> you know, I don't know why the well, games went I that mean, route, but. I mean, technically, yes. Technically, it is about managing a park. I mean, that's what John Hammond was trying to do. Yeah, only for a little miserably. bit. And the rest of the movie is about trying not to die. <laughs> well, yes. But I just love the idea. Like, that was the coolest thing when Genesis came out. Jurassic Park Genesis was like, I want it to where it's like, okay, I got to do background checks on my employees, make sure they're paid well. Otherwise, they're going to, you know, sell dinosaur DNA and turn off the security system on me. And <laughs> Kill everybody in the park. I mean, come on. If John Hammond just actually paid a good living wage, uh, <laughs> Nedro would not have had to do that. So we wouldn't have had Jurassic Park. So I, I, I think that's you know important. But I agree. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to finally have like something a little bit different with Jurassic Park. It's been a long time. You know, there were so many Jurassic Park games back in the day, uh, and I feel like it's kind of been left behind. It's like dinosaurs are where it's at. Why are there not more dinosaur games? Look at, look at horizon robot dinosaurs. Yes. Like a hundred percent. Yes. Arc survival. A hundred percent. Yes. Monster hunter. Very good game with those type of things. Why aren't we doing more? Like I want a story based Jurassic park game. I want a third person action Jurassic park game. I, I want, uh, the biggest one I want, and I'll just throw this out there, that I will freak out if we ever have a PlayStation showcase and this shows up, Dino Crisis, 
which is made by the Resident Evil team. If you give me a Dino Crisis remake in the same engine as the Resident Evil remakes, I will lose my mind. Okay, it is the coolest idea ever. I I just hope that comes true one day. Okay, I heard it here first. Yeah, and I I don't want to sleep on Flight Simulator 2024 either in terms of bringing it up in the grab bag. I I know last time David and I you you and I discussed the uh, you know the mission structure that they're adding. To me, that's really exciting and makes me like like before the airline airplane simulator of flying different things like didn't interest me that much. But the idea of like, you know, doing a helicopter, uh, you know, uh, airlift mission or doing firefighting missions, things like that, that might be something, you know, especially since this is going to be a game pass game that I'm going to give a shot. So also looks like from the, uh, some of the, the trailers stuff here that you can fly one of the, what is it? Ornithopter, I think is what it's called from Dune. Apparently you can fly one of those oh. in, uh, <laughs> in flight sim 2024 when it comes out. So we'll see, but uh, yeah, I, I think the idea of missions um, and we kind of talked about it the first time we recorded this, that like some of the most fun that I've had playing flight simulator beyond just exploring VR, because that's a whole, whole other ball of wax. Um, but some of the most fun that I've had has been through those um, top gun Mavericks missions you've got to do all of the things that they do in the movie, you know, flying an F 18. Like that was just so cool. All right. So let's dive into goals. The kind of official resolutions. We don't call them resolutions. I don't like resolutions, but goals. What are your goals for 2024? That when we look back on this in January of 2025, what will you have hoped to achieve? Brian, let's start with you. Yeah, so I've got three, just like I did last time in for 2023, that I'm hoping, goals that I'm hoping to achieve games-wise or, you know, within our group. Um, the first thing is trying some new stuff at summer camp. Um, so we're going to do, we're going to do camps again this year. Um, I want to take what we learned from last time and make it a whole bunch better. Um, so that that's a big one for me is just doing, just doing more with camp. And again, taking those lessons learned and making it, making it even better. Um, the next thing is again, playing some online games with friends and family. I mentioned this last time. It's a great way to, um, you know, to connect with people um, and, and really keep those relationships fresh. Um, and, I wanted to maybe play some new games and maybe do some more things uh, community-wise. It'd be nice to have some Minecraft nights or some other game nights within our, you know, Crossfire group, uh, you know, our Discord group um, to fire that up this year. So I'd, I'd love to do more of that. Um, and again, use that, use games as a way to to build my relationships. And then finally, my th third thing, um, Try some new games, uh, you know, that are maybe in genres that I'm not typical, typically playing. Um, I have, thanks to you guys, I've got a, an older PlayStation sitting down in the basement that, uh, you know, has some games loaded on it. So maybe I'm going to might give God of War a shot, Spider-Man maybe. Um, you know, there's a bunch of PlayStation games that I haven't played that are 
you know, games of the year candidates that everybody loves. So it'd probably be good to uh, to check those out. So that that's my third thing. What about you, David? Um, so I'm struggling already here. Uh, when we recorded this a month ago, <laughs> I said I was going to finish 10 games from my backlog. It's not now, happening. Now I will say, I, I think it could happen, but I'm going to have to be very selective in picking some games that I'm very close to finishing anyway. Right. So like right now, very close to finishing Spider-Man two, just need to pick that up and finish. Uh, very close to finishing Dave, the diver need to pick that up and finish that. Um, but when we recorded this last month, one of the things I was worried about is the, the biggest threat to finishing games is new games that come out and already Prince of Persia, the lost crown has come out. Now I'm interested in it and it's, you know, it's pushing, it's pushing those other games. So I'm a little worried, but Russ uh, did tell me that I have to, at least by the end of 2024, I have to finish God of War Ragnarok. So that's at least that one. I, I will do that by the end of 2024. Uh, second off, I want to uh, just continue to expand our camp presence. Uh, you know, we're going this year from one camp to two camps. I'm excited about that. Um, and so, yeah, just continuing to expand our reach with the camps that we're doing. Uh, I want to be more consistent with uh, fitness gaming. So I've been playing a lot of VR uh, in a game called Supernatural. Uh, it's kind of like if you imagine Beat Saber, but also with a fitness coach attached. Um, but right now, uh, that's one of my goals. And then a non-gaming goal. Uh, I'd love to do a thousand miles on my bicycle by the end of the year. So, so we'll see. We'll see how I do. Russ, you did 20 Platinums this year. Yep. So I'm going to make that do... my norm. Okay. Make that my norm. Uh, so 20 plots again. Uh, new update. Cause when we first recorded this, I had already, I think three, uh, I am now up to four platinums already. Uh, four platinums in the first month of the year. Uh, soon, soon to be, uh, six platinums, uh, because I will be getting the last of us part two here shortly and i'm about 75 percent of the way done with prince of persia uh lost crown so uh yeah i've done a lot of it i'm almost done with the story and then it'll be uh clean up on all the collectibles and uh fun things like that that you have to get throughout the uh game so getting close there gonna hit it that one should be easy we'll see maybe i hit 30 you know you never know 25 30 would be awesome picking up plats two at a time over there I, I, it's, it's a good time right now. It's a good time. Um, then the big one, which I started, I'm not liking it already. Okay. I'm already not liking it. Red dead redemption two. I want to eventually platinum it. It's going to take 200 to 500 hours to platinum. <laughs> when you said this. <laughs> oh, so, gosh. so I have already started. Um, I am at, uh, 15% completion on the game. Um, <laughs> One five on the story on the story. That doesn't include the actual like hundred percent list. Uh, oh, but yes. I already have uh, six gold medals on missions. Uh, you have to get 70 to be considered a hundred percent. There, there is 120 missions, Dave. So I, I can pick or choose. 
Um, oh, on top of that, oh, uh, I have to do some of the other things oh. and activities. Yeah, I have to. I have to really deal with the the missable trophies. Yeah, I'm crazy for doing that. And then I would agree with you guys. Um, just camp stuff. Really excited to see what we can get done with camp this year. Uh, expanding it to two different states now, and uh, really hope that we can, you know, get a good group of kids to come have fun. Uh, get to learn more and kind of understand this community a little better and find out that there is a community out there that they can feel comfortable in and that it's, you know, kind of a fun way of uh, celebrating and, and being within Christian community. So really excited to to see what that is. Russ, are you at least enjoying your time in Red Dead Redemption 2? Is it, I mean, is I, it fun I, at least? I will say... <laughs> Doing a slow burn. What I'm doing right now is I'm doing maybe a mission or two every couple of days. Um, not really focusing too much. I am staying on the mission until I get a gold. So that has been a little frustrating because I, I, I would like to strangle the person at Rockstar that decided you've got to complete all the objections in one run. There's no complete one objection complete. No. On top of that, if you fail an objective, you cannot reload a checkpoint. You have to start the mission all over again from the beginning. And if you know those missions, sometimes they start with like 10 minutes of riding your horse mm -hmm. to wherever you're supposed to go before you do the mission. That is frustrating. <laughs> that is frustrating. So I might be doing a little bit less gold medals as I go through the story this time around um, because it does get easier if you do them post game because you do get to keep your uh, stats. Now they did do that update. Originally, you did not. That's Originally, good. you were given minimum ammo, the worst gun possible, the lowest skills. And then, you know, people complained so bad that Rockstar updated it and said, OK, if you do this, wherever you do this in the game, you'll keep your stats of where you're at in the game. So technically doing the 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 medals post game makes it a little bit easier. So, yes, Brian, uh, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to make it a slow burn. I think if the fact that I'm not just going to play through this game straight and I'm going to take my time. I'm going to enjoy the little intricacies. I mean, the game is good, but there's no doubting that. Like, it's an amazing experience to be a part of. Like, I will say that opening chapter is one of the best openings to a video game probably ever. Uh, being in that snowy environment, you know, first time going upon that house and having to break in. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption, uh, amazing game. Makes me really excited to see what they do. Uh, taking what they did there and putting in the GTA 6 is going to be absolutely insane uh, if we all live to actually play that game uh, whenever it does eventually come out. So, uh, yeah, but that's it for me. Uh, anything else you guys have before we uh, close out? Russ, I just wanted to point out here, I'm, I'm looking at the PSN profiles online yep. for Red Dead Redemption 2. Yep. And... And PSN Profiles is a place frequented by trophy hunters. And yep. 2% yeah. have the platinum. So and, and technically that's that's what? 2% of I don't know. It's like one of the things says 2% and the other thing says 0.1%. It's not a lot. <laughs> so so okay, so 2%, so the, the higher number usually. That's yeah. just people who check into PSN profiles. So that's okay. mostly your trophy hunters. The lower number, the 0.1%. Everyone. That is out of everybody that owns the game so in the PlayStation ecosystem. One in a thousand. And a lot of people <laughs> own this game. That's right. <laughs> oh, they do. 
It's a massive nut. No- well, so, okay. So the number of owners that it lists on PSN profiles, which I believe is the total, 882,000 people have loaded the game onto a console. 882,000 yep. and 0.1 have gotten the platinum. Yep. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> well, good luck. Good luck. Good luck for us. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I um, think uh, the only other thing I have to say is that I would love to hear from everybody out there. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, whether it's on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or someplace else, uh, or if you're watching it on YouTube, or even if, you know, maybe they clip this TikTok and we put it on a little TikTok. Uh, what are you looking forward to in 2024? What are your resolutions for 2024? What games are you hoping to finish that are easier than Red Dead 2? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And if nothing else, join us on Monday nights for our Discord. And last but not least thing I want to say is a special thank you to all of our Patreon supporters who help make this happen. Special thanks to the Boulder Spirit Foundation that helped make this happen. And uh, especially for our Patreon supporter, Lonnie, who I did finally ship his shirt and hat. They're on his way to him. Uh, we've taken a while to get him that, but uh, yeah, they are finally on their way. So uh, if you want to help support us, you can do that on Patreon or Twitch or Discord or any number of places, but we'd love to connect with you. Well, again, appreciate you guys for coming along with us. Uh, again, like David said, comment down below. What are what are your goals for 2024? What are your gaming or nerdy type goals for this year? Uh, we'd love to hear. Uh, until next time, uh, for Brian and David and myself, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You're loved. You belong. You matter. God bless, and we will see you next time.